Welcome to episode four of No Cap All Gains. I'm here with my boy Gannon. What's going on, my man? How's it going, man? How you doing, Zay? Lot to talk about. I'm doing all right. Well, I could be doing a lot better. Could be doing a lot better. Uh, my portfolio has gotten me feeling pretty bad right now. Um, but before we start with the with with the murder in the markets, quick breaking news: the Colonial Pipeline that's been down this entire week, causing massive shortages of fuel on the East Coast, just got breaking news that they got it up and running. So it's up and running. Props to the IT team at Colonial Pipeline for paying the ransom or whatever they ended up doing, but it's up and running, and hopefully things should calm down on the East Coast with this whole fuel shortage that's happening right now. Yeah, it's pretty incredible what is go what happened. I mean, on such a large scale, um, I know the media and Twitter and everyone likes to blow everything out of proportion, but I really think that this was a very interesting news piece because. You know, cyber attacks are just going to become more and more rampant, in my opinion. Totally. Totally. We've seen it already with solar wind last year. I think we, I feel like there's like always a breaking news of some major corporation getting hacked with all the personal information getting leaked. I mean, this is a huge problem. Um, and with ransomware, uh, just a quick update on what ransomware is. Basically, these, um, these hacking organizations take over a, a company or a corporation's computer systems and basically say, we are not going to give you back this system with all your files mm -hmm. until you pay us some money in Bitcoin typically or some sort of cryptocurrency. Yes, and if you don't Bitcoin. pay us, generally Bitcoin, yes. If you don't pay us, we're going to delete everything. You're done. You're going to have to start from zero, which is just terrifying, right? Or we're going to leak all your emails or some sort of blackmail that they do. Um, and in this case with Colonial Pipeline, I don't actually know exactly what the what the damage was like what were they i mean i don't really know how to impact the pipeline itself i didn't even know a pipeline could get hacked honestly Gannon. like i don't understand how that yeah. works well um, i mean these pipelines and practically anything of this nature they're so automated now um you know hacking is a very broad term it's very vague i have a good friend who works for a cybersecurity company cybersecurity insurance company Nice. Um, and you know, they deal with website hacking. So exact same story. So, uh, these hacking groups come in, take control of the website in some way, and essentially they offer it for ransom. Um, and then they have to call in a, one of these insurance companies to either fr foot the bill <laughs> yeah. or negotiate. Now with this pipeline, you know, all these things are so automated that it's probably some sort of computer system, whether it be uh, valves or any right. types of things. And, you know, this is a huge wake up call for, I think for a lot of Americans um, that warfare in a way, whether it be, you know, anonymous group or whether it be a specific country, whatever is changing. You know, we, we picture it as, uh, you know, planes flying over and dropping bombs on countries and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, this is a different type and it can do incredibly horrible damage to an entire country or an ecosystem or environment. Totally, man. I mean, this is this is the next wave of warfare. And I mean, this could I, I think a lot of corporations are going to have to take cybersecurity a lot more seriously, especially ones that are dealing with critical infrastructure like 
I mean, a, a 5,500 mile pipeline that is supplying 2.5 million barrels of oil to the East Coast from yeah. Houston all the way to New York City, crossing Atlanta, Nashville, all these major cities. I mean, that's a huge deal. We can't have pipelines like this get um, compromised. Well, um, what, we, what we can't have is people uh, thinking it's the next toilet paper moment and hoarding gas at the gas right. stations, which is what we saw in response, which was hilarious. Dude, I've been I've been seeing all these videos of people lining up for hours, and and that's the thing that's causing uh, making it a bigger problem is because yes, there's a bit of a supply issue, obviously getting getting oil to the East Coast, but uh, the a lot of shortages we're having is because people are making a run at the pumps because people are freaking out that they're not going to yeah. have gas, we're just making the problem worse. Um, but that's human nature. Obviously, people are going to freak out. They don't want to be you know if you don't have gas, you can't get to work. It's, it's a whole problem. Yeah. Um, so I understand why people are doing it, but it's, it's causing to the pro it's causing, you know, it's making the problem worse. And, uh, and yeah, man, like, I think this is a wake up call for a lot of people and a lot of corporations. And I wonder if this will mean more investment. I mean, I think it hundred percent will result in more investment in cybersecurity, especially with these critical infrastructures, um, which might mean a potential investment opportunity for, for, mm -hmm. for, you know, for investors to see what are the leaders in cybersecurities, what companies that are out there. I haven't done my research on it, but. I definitely have my eye on it now and potential investment opportunities if I see them now. Yeah, I mean, whenever you read about it in the Wall Street Journal, it's probably too late. Yep. Um, so these new sectors, these new industries that you know have only been around for maybe only a couple of decades um, or a decade, uh, like internet security and stuff like that, it sounds like a long time, but in reality, in the history of the market, that's really not that long of a Nothing. time. Yeah. And um, we're going to be more have more exposure to these industries soon. And the, the sooner you get on top of it. And from what I understand, there's no way this is going away. I mean, hacking is unstoppable. I mean, for the most part, you know, um, you it's it's there's there's no lack of, you know, uh, supply of internet security that's needed totally agree man totally agree it's a space that i'll be watching very very closely and i'm sure we're gonna i mean i'm sure the next 100 billion dollar company might be a cybersecurity company just because how oh, important exactly i mean it's so important um and the last thing a company wants is their information compromised um because i mean that could result in yeah. billions of dollars of losses privacy issues and what probably freaks them out the most gannon is the fact that their emails can get leaked for the world to read that is probably what freaks them out like that's what you, keeps the executives you, up at night can you imagine if like zuck's emails got released and <laughs> oh, he's just God. talking about like oh i can't wait until my you know facebook portal can listen to everyone's conversations <laughs> when they're not noticing i mean it's oh yeah it's in, it's scary i mean yeah, it could happen. It could happen. You know, who knows? And so that kind of the other question I have about these whole cyber uh, these hackings that are happening is does this does this paint a bad picture to cryptocurrency? And this is something we haven't really prepared about, but I want to get your take on it. Is like, like you said, all these ransomware um, they they accept payment in Bitcoin, right? Mm -hmm. Does yeah. that does that mean that does that kind of paint a bad picture to what Bitcoin is? And cryptocurrency in general, because of all these criminal activities, especially these ransomwares, are being paid off in Bitcoin. I mean, yeah. Um, with Bitcoin, you know, 
it really got its popularity uh, in some, you know, criminal circles. I'm not going to lie that like the Silk Road, if anyone Silk knows Road. about that, which was made by uh, this guy named Ross, um, Ross Albright. And he's sentenced to jail for life. And it was this uh, website that essentially you could buy or sell anything. And every purchase or sale was made through Bitcoin because it's practically impossible for someone to, you know, track it. Um, it's just kind of like paying in cash, but maybe even less anonymous than that. It doesn't even have a fingerprint, you know? So I think overall, though, when we're talking about the whole scale of money, um, you know, it's, it's a drop in the pan. Agreed. What we're talking about here. And, you know, these hackering groups are smart. If, if they can't use Bitcoin, they'll use something else and they'll find Correct. something else. Um, and the thing that scares me the most is that technology is always ahead of legislation. Like as we see with Facebook and, you know, all these companies legislation is just starting to catch up and they're not catching up fast enough, but right. We've seen how much legislation has lacked. So can you imagine technological criminal activity, how far ahead that is? Right. So that's kind of like a scary thought to think about in my opinion. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, that's true. The criminals will always stay one or two steps ahead that's just how the world's always worked yeah. um and right now it's you know through through cryptocurrencies but i think you're right i think i don't want to be the guy who's like spreading fear because of something like this it th this is just a drop in the bucket there's way more positives than there are negatives and i, I can i kind of think of it as like like cash cash there's a lot of criminal activity with cash too mm -hmm. but it's a drop in the bucket to all the other activities that are happening so you know and <laughs> I was going to say the one person that seems to not care about this is uh, Tom Brady. He got those laser eyes. Dude, that's that's a perfect segue into into what's happening with crypto right now. Yeah. We have a couple we have a couple people that are added to the uh, crypto list. We have Tom Brady with the laser eyes. Um, I had no idea Tom Brady was a crypto person. I'm not sure if he's recently into it or if he's been in before, but good for him. Yeah, I think that just like kind of for some reason, it's the NFL. The NFL was kind of like the first. I saw multiple people. I think that like the main guy, his name is Russell Okung. Yep. Um, if I'm he's saying a tackle, his name right. right? Yeah. yeah, he's a big offensive lineman. He right. wanted, you know, this was years ago, was this huge Bitcoin bull and yep. fighting and fighting to get his paychecks in Bitcoin, finally got it. And then all of a sudden, more and more people in the NFL. And then now you see Tom Brady posting on Twitter a photo of him with laser eyes. For those who aren't on Twitter, Twitter 24-7, laser eyes basically means you are pro-Bitcoin. You probably own Bitcoin. I think you have to own Bitcoin to have Yeah, I think eyes. you do. You'd be a complete um, loser if you <laughs> just put laser <laughs> eyes on and didn't actually own it. Right. Um, and it, it's basically like your profile photo has these laser beams in them. Yeah, so. and you're right. It is the NFL because um, Trevor Lawrence, the number one pick, he yep. took his signing bonus in 50% Ethereum and 50% Bitcoin. So, I mean, that's he's probably already made another $10 million off of his <laughs> Ethereum in, investment from his signing that's least, bonus. It's at least gone up 20% oh, since. Totally, um, man. So and he's, he's partnered 
he actually one of his biggest sponsors is I think BlockFi or Blockfolio, Block, one of those. Block, one of those two. I don't remember which one. It yeah. is, but one of those two. Yeah. Apologies to the the one that it isn't. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable what's happening with athletes getting into the crypto space, and I mean, even NBA players are talking about NFTs and and all these cryptocurrencies. I mean. There was an yeah. NBA player, Spencer Dinwiddie, who, who like converted his contract into a into a Bitcoin to Bitcoin as well. So it's happening, man. Like it's more and more adoption that's happening, um, and and just oh, as the overall market grows, I mean, more and more people are going to get involved. I'm starting to get more and more people um, in my everyday life that had no interest at all in Bitcoin start hitting me up when they find out yeah. that I'm you know been investing in this space, Ethereum as well, these cryptocurrencies. Now, obviously, you still have the meme coins. Let's just get into that part of it where obviously we know about Dogecoin. Um, what's happened with Dogecoin? It's still kind of hanging around number four. Yeah. Um, but then you had this new coin called Shiba Inu, Shiba Inu coin. So Dogecoin is the the whole thing about Dogecoin is it's a dog. Yep. Um, and if you've seen the photo of the dog, it's a specific type of dog. That dog breed is a Shiba, right. Shiba Inu. Right. Then, so when the whole Doge, Dogecoin madness happened, we had, you know, Elon Musk go on SNL. We had a little buy the rumor, sell the news event. It's holding actually much stronger than I thought. So I don't know if it's a true buy the rumor, sell the news. Uh, well, maybe not right now. I don't know. Right. Maybe today it's, uh, it's, it's totally got flushed. But um, out of nowhere, I mean, like out of the ballpark, this Shiba Inu coin comes out. And I mean, People have been pumping it for the last two, three days, nonstop. Totally, nonstop. This thing is number, number what, fifteen or twenty on the on the most valuable crypto list now. It's unbelievable what's happening. To, to I mean, it's it's a dog themed crypto, and that's the only reason that's being pumped up. And I've seen stories of people that made a couple hundred dollar investments turn into yep. seven figure payouts. So it's it's crazy. I mean, it is crazy. It's just adding to the pump. And I again, can confidently say too is that I don't know anything about the Shiba Inu coin, white paper, you name it. And I can also confidently say 99% of the people that bought it don't either. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, I would say 99.9%. There's people are just speculating. And, and Gannon, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Some of it, I, I sometimes get the itch too. I'm like, oh, man, like I wish I would just like throw in a couple yeah. bucks here and there, just treat it like Vegas. But obviously, you know, the be- the better part the better half of my brain is like okay no let's 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 stick to proper investing um but uh yeah. but yeah man like the meme coins aren't going anywhere we thought that they were dead after SNL but Dogecoin still well, is holding strong I have a theory that um I tweeted about this that you know people are rotating out of the stock market into crypto right now in my opinion I have no data I have no figures. Again, this is the No Cap All Gains podcast. We're very abstract. Oh, yeah. For, totally. lack of, <laughs> for a lack of a better word. We're, we're, we're theorizers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Theoretical. Um, riffing. And, but I, I feel it too. I mean, just even my own behavior. You know, I bought, I bought some Disney. Um, I added to Disney. I added to Coin. But, I mean, in the past month and a half, I have not made any purchases in the stock market i've just only been buying ethereum and i i think retail's getting a little frustrated right now growth has just been getting hacked away at um 
it's funny at the same time we got the Dow breaking all time highs, but it feels like the market's red when you go on, you know, these social media sites because people just like to invest in tech right now more than anything, at least our age group. Totally. That's exactly what's happening. Except I think the Dow has also seen a, a, a pullback a little bit too. So yeah. we're just seeing an overall pullback in the market. Growth has been getting crushed for the last, what, two weeks now. And it's getting yeah. worse and worse this week. And you make a good point. You make an interesting point about like, is it just a matter of people rotating the money out of these growth stocks into the crypto market because of stories about Dogecoin and stories mm -hmm. about Shiba Inu and people just striking it rich? I, I literally saw an article, and I have no idea if it's a parody article, of some Goldman Sachs trader or executive retiring because he made a couple <laughs> million bucks off of Dogecoin. I have no idea if it's bullshit or not, but that sounds – that's insane. I have – I, I... – it doesn't surprise me. I mean, a lot of these, you know, hedge funds and these big firms, you know what they're doing? They are paying attention to chat rooms, forums, Reddit, Twitter more than ever. And, you know, just the past year and a half, two years, we've seen that the more that people talk about something, the more that it goes up. I, I mean, of course, there's always, you know, the backside of a trade, but, um, if you can identify those trends, it, I think that just in the same way that jokes have evolved into memes um, in the past two decades, stocks and, and cryptocurrencies and tickers can be memeable too. And you have this, you know, and, and, and even phrases, right? We've seen phrases have viral moments like, you know, sheesh, you know, everyone's saying that all the time now. Um, oh, yeah. So people, there's something about human nature that they just like doing something that everyone's doing. It feels like community, right? And totally. um, I've never seen it in the market before. I've been in the market for over six years. I know that's not, you know, a huge amount of time, but um, there's nothing been ever before like I've seen where just people will buy something to be a part of the community, you know, <laughs> all about, <it's laughs> all about community. hundred yeah. percent. And we've talked just about people this to talk about it. Exactly. Yeah. People just want to talk about some stuff, have a few laps and if they make a couple million bucks. Good for them. Um, yeah. But again, it's, it's, it's a game of musical chairs. At some point the music will stop. Um, yep. and, and, and it always does. It happens. It happens a hundred out of a hundred times. Um, and, and to me, like, you know, I, I love observing it. I, I don't actively participate in it. Um, and, and I'm, you know, to me, I, I always just try to um, invest in projects that I understand. But again, I'm not going to lie. I do get the itch sometimes where I'm just like, ah, yeah. if I just put a hundred bucks in Shiba Inu fucking a week and a half ago, you know, <laughs> I, I know. It, it feels, it feels like the SPAC, the SPAC central, you know, all over again. I mean, in 2020, we saw SPACs take off, explode, and yep. people were just throwing money into SPACs, not even knowing anything about them. And I don't blame them right. because it seemed like if you got in early enough in a SPAC, you were going to at least make 20 to 30 to 40%. Yep. Um, and I, I took part of that too, a little bit. I you know, threw, in, threw in three to four to 5% of my portfolio into SPACs because they were just hot. Um, now, where it gets ugly is when you bag hold and that trend goes away oh, yeah. and you're left and you're still there. And, you know, I've been telling people right now with the whole market, you know, basically tanking, 
on the stock side that you got to be holding on to your long-term winners and, and just hold on for dear life. And, you know, this is my opinion, not advice, of course, but of course. Um, you shouldn't be gambling right now. You should really know what stocks you're holding on to and letting go those ones that, you know, maybe was a little YOLO moment. I think that's the hardest part. I think that's the hardest part for new, for new investors is letting go of the losers. And then I experienced mm-hmm. this to this day is where you invest, you invest in a company and it's down 25, 30%. If you're, you just, you're hanging on to it just because you don't want to take a loss, but that is not a smart move. You, cutting your losses is a very important part of investing as well. Um, and then reallocating the asset to a, another stock that you might have a higher conviction on or that you're more bullish on, it's important. Um, but you're right. I mean, you, you know, letting go is important. What's also crazy to me about this whole cryptocurrency thing is I don't think it's going to stop as soon as people think it will because it's much easier to create a meme coin than you would even think. Uh, There's YouTube videos on how to create your own coin. Yeah. And so if just people keep on making coins over and over again, and I, I tell you what, like we... We don't give a shit on this podcast, but I can't even name some of these coins on on air. Um, <laughs> very, very, not, <laughs> very non PG. Very non PG. Very non PG. And that's just kind of part of the the craze. It's funny, you know. Um, and the memes are like top tier, but but we we'll see what happens. I mean, I I don't want anyone to get burned. I don't want anyone leave, you know, holding the bag. Um, and that's why I've really only invest when I invest in cryptocurrencies, the ones that I believe in, um, the ones yep. that have a lot of things going for it application wise. Yep. And we saw, you know, we saw one of the, the second biggest coin in the world, Ethereum, the founder of Vitalik, Paterin, uh, he made a, a crazy move with the Shiba Inu coin. You want to dive into that? Yeah, so let me just kind of set this up a little bit. And I'm still kind of learning the story because it literally happened like an hour and a half before we started <laughs> recording. And I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. Yeah. But essentially, the Shiba Inu coin that has been going crazy over the last three or four days, the founder of that coin essentially sent half of the total overall circulating supply to Vitalik. And he sent it to him expecting him to never touch that coin because you know Vitalik's already a billionaire. Why would Vitalik ever sell the Shiba Inu coin? He doesn't need the money. That was his that was his marketing ploy essentially to like get more people interested in Shiba Inu. Well, Vitalik, the boss man that he is, he doesn't he doesn't play by anybody's rules. He yeah. ends up selling a chunk of the Shiba Inu coins for billions of dollars and he donates that money. He donated a million dollars to um, an India COVID relief fund. He donated a few hundred thousand dollars or a few million dollars to you know, all, to all these organizations. And what he did was he ended up, you know, he, he sold some of his Shiba Inu and turned it into Ethereum. And then he donated the Ethereum to a couple organizations. And he also sent a billion dollars worth of the Shiba Inu coin to the COVID relief fund in India. Um, so he didn't just donate. He didn't donate actual like cash. He donated a mix the of coin. Ethereum and a mix of oh, Shiba okay. Inu coin. So, it, it, so he donated Ethereum and Shiba Inu coin. The thing about donating Shiba Inu coin though is, how much of that is going to be liquid, you know? 
a billion does it even have a billion dollars worth of liquidity i don't know but it's a good headline that he donated a billion dollars and the main reason he did this i think is to get back at all these um do uh these dog coin creators using him as a marketing ploy he's probably like tired of that shit and yeah. he just he got back at them by selling these coins dumping these coins yeah which they barked is causing up the, the wrong tree I mean, like, you know, I'd be kind of pissed off, too. There were, someone was using me as a marketing ploy. And um, so he dumped these coins. The coin price is yeah. dropping. And some people are actually hating on him because they're like, oh, well, you know, he's, he's, he's causing losses to the common man because the price is now down. The dude donated all his money. He donated to these coins. He didn't, he didn't pocket the money himself. Yeah. This money is going to, to good causes. And it shouldn't matter. You know, if, you're, if your coin is worth its salt, it should, it should hold. Um, yep. You know, I read again, you know, this this news broke like less than 24 hours ago. Um, so we're, we're kind of scraping the surface here. But, you know, Vitalik, he is the creator of the second biggest coin. Nobody knows who made Bitcoin. Vitalik made Ethereum. And that's unsettling for a lot of people, right? In, in, a, in a certain way, it's kind of great that no one knows who created Bitcoin. You don't want to yeah. know that there's some guy that's worth you know almost a hundred billion dollars yeah. <laughs> um out there and could possibly be worth much much more um right. where vitalik like you know there's been questions about that that's a that's a natural human feeling to feel bearish about that and if you watch any i challenge you to watch him talk at TechCrunch when ethereum was coming out he talks with naval at TechCrunch. i mean this guy is a different breed he you know, of course, he's a billionaire. And of course, I don't know him like I, you know, I'm not his friend or best friend, but he gives off a very good sense of he's not about the money. Um, and right. this was kind of, in my opinion, just another move to show like he could have just taken that money and sold it himself and had a billion dollars right then and there. And he chose not to. Um, he literally donated it all. But then it was kind of a two part play where not only he's showing that it's not about the money he for ethereum or for any coin um for him but also it was kind of a shot at these meme coins in my opinion totally. he was going you know this coin in his opinion is not based off of any actual application or anything along those lines there's been a lot of questions raised about the founders of shiba inu how much they own of the coin is astoundingly high um so he you know <laughs> he he checkmated them he really totally. checkmated them and the price has plummeted since then it's a brilliant move as the price is down 30 something percent it probably will keep dropping and yeah it was a brilliant move to get back at these these meme coins that are that are using him and and so again the story is still developing i i haven't dived into the details yet we haven't dived into the details yet so we'll probably get more information over the next few hours few days but um, but yeah, I mean, this is just the all the drama that happens in the crypto world. Like crypto, crypto is essentially like overtaking anything that's happening in the stock market because there's just so much drama, dude. Even this is drama. Shiba yeah. Inu existing is drama. There's just so much to talk about. So much like yeah. interesting shit that's happening, and uh, and crypto prices themselves just continue to teeter totter. There was a random flash crash mm -hmm. that happened. Prices recovered. I mean, it's just, it's all over the yeah. place. Bitcoin hasn't freaking moved in like six weeks. It's been around 55 to 60,000. It's just so boring now. You know, it's just, uh, it's, there's just so much happening. Yeah. And 
I think the the reason why you know there's all this these things that are going up and down is because of inflation. You know, these inflation numbers just came out. We saw, um, I don't know what the exact index or metric it's called. I forget off the top of my head, but it was much larger estimated. I think it was CPI um, than they expected. And we're just seeing stocks get beaten down. And whenever, you know, the stock market gets beaten down, I always joke about this is it gets really quiet. It's really quiet on all the social media sites um, because who wants to talk about something that, you know, everyone's losing. And, um, and so kind of, we're seeing all these, people start talking about crypto because crypto has been up so much <laughs> and, and I, I fall victim to it too. But it's at the same time, it's like, how do I not talk about something that I'm not only making money in, but also that's what I've been investing in the past two months, more than anything, yep. more than stocks. So, yep. um, you know, it's just wherever it, the tension is brought and eventually it'll switch back. I remember in 2017, nobody could t- could even have a conversation about anything but bitcoin and then oh, yeah. 2018 2019 it was freaking silent no one talked about it. oh yeah <laughs> it was done it was done you're absolutely yeah. right people love talking about winners that's what it is that's, that's how society works we like talking about the winners and right now the winners are crypto um people are making money in crypto stock market people are losing money yeah. so people are going to want to talk about what people are losing money on um and so that's why crypto dominates the conversation Going back to the inflation point, though, you're right. The CPI numbers that came out, 4.2%. That's way higher yep. than like the 2% or whatever the feds were the feds were uh, targeting. So, you know, CPI is just one metric of inflation. It's not end-all, be-all. But, you know, like yeah. the inflation conversation is going to become more and more important every single day. I mean, we're seeing it everywhere. Um, inflation in... In, in, in all walks of all walks of society, steel, lumber. I mean, lumber is just like it's insane. Um, yeah, you name it, man. So like, inflation isn't just about things that consumers buy. It's also yeah. it's also about things that like are raw materials that are used to build houses and 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 steel and things like that. So you know, this the, the inflation conversation is not going to go away, and it's going to be probably the dominate conversation this year. Um, and I wonder. I, I, you know, that might be one of the reasons why the markets are just getting spooked out. Zade, I would love to touch on this, but something just flew across my desk that I have to point out. Okay. Uh, I've been getting blown up in the past two minutes. Elon just sent out a tweet. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Let's look at it. Let's look at it. This is verbatim. Okay. This is verbatim right now is a photo of uh, a text or not a text. It's just like a, a what he wrote. Tesla has suspended vehicle purchases using Bitcoin. We are concerned about rapidly increasing use of fossil fuels for Bitcoin mining and transactions, especially coal, which is the worst emissions of any fuel. Cryptocurrency is a good idea on many levels, and we believe it is a promising future. But this cannot come at great cost to the environment. Tesla will not be selling any Bitcoin. And we intend to use it for transactions as soon as mining transitions to more sustainable energy. We're also looking at other cryptocurrencies that use less than 1% of Bitcoin's energy slash transaction. Holy shit. Twitter is blowing up right now. I mean, I wouldn't, you know, we're in the middle of a podcast and I was just getting notifications over and over. I thought something happened to my account or something. 
Um, oh my god, dude! Yeah, I'm looking at it too. I just hopped on Twitter, and whole this is like, this is like every this is dominating my feed. There's no one else to talk about anything else. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Whoa! I can't believe that. What is he? What's the play here? What's the okay? Let's just get real. What's the play? What's what is he doing? What is he doing? I think he's what he's trying to do is basically be a good cop, bad cop. He comes in and says something that's devastating to to the Bitcoin community because, you know, this was a huge thing that people could buy cars and Bitcoin. And then he tries to soften the blow by saying, hey, we're never going to sell our Bitcoin and we're trying to look into other cryptocurrencies. So this is not, this is not good for bitcoiners right here Dude, this is Bitcoin not right now good. just dropped is it is down it is down to fifty three thousand. <laughs> off this news just now i'm looking at it right now. this is this is all live reactions guys like this is just <laughs> not preparing this is all live literally as soon as you read that to me bitcoin is down oh what is this percentage wise i don't know what the percentage is but it's just it's down to below fifty three thousand. down five percent six percent and dropping <laughs> holy In shit. seconds Oh, is it gonna is it gonna drop below fifty thousand? Just because would of Elon freaking Musk? I would have to buy if that happened. I would have to buy. Oh my god! So okay, so hang on. Okay, so let's just let's just let's just stay to this topic. So does that mean that he's gonna buy like other, other crypto now? Like no, I Ethereum? think he was saying when it comes to people using Tesla as a transaction, like. He's looking into other cryptocurrencies where people could buy Teslas with instead of Bitcoin because of its sustainable issues or um, environmental issues. You got, we got some people on here that are big mad right now. We got some Bitcoin maximalists that are losing mm-hmm. their minds. Oh yeah, and and I just wa- I I just wonder if this is gonna mean like a rise of another cryptocurrency. Like what if what if he tweets tomorrow? Okay, we have we're not using Bitcoin anymore for transactions because of the energy cost. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna use ra- fucking Dogecoin. I don't know, a- a- and just go all in on Dogecoin. Uh, I mean, I mean, anything is at play right now. Anything is at play with. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! This is continuing to drop, dude. Fifty-two six. Oh my God! It is it is falling like a rocket. Someone goes what's, a rock. what's Ethereum's energy consumption? LOL. <laughs> I know it's I know it's not as bad as nowhere near as bad as Bitcoin, but it's it still uses power. Um, and, oh my and, god, my my Bitcoin mining company that I'm invested in is gonna get oh, rocked, it's gonna get smoked. It's gonna get smoked. Oh my god, and we've already been down, dude. And the other thing <laughs> is, this man literally sold his Bitcoin before he made this announcement. This guy sold his Bitcoin or a part of his Bitcoin for a hundred million dollars in profit. Right, that's what he, that's what they told us in in the earnings a couple weeks ago. Yeah. He sold it he for a hundred million dollar well, profit. He sold Tesla's Bitcoin. He didn't sell. Te- sorry, so you're right. Tesla's yeah. Bitcoin. He sold it for a hundred million dollar profit, and now all of a sudden Tesla is not gonna not gonna be supporting Bitcoin anymore because of the energy issues, which are a valid concern, totally. But it's like, dude, I don't know. I'm like I'm like short circling right now on how to react. This is this is insane. It's I I I I'm shell shocked. I mean. He started with bad news where we're not going to let people buy Teslas or anything on affiliated with Tesla using Bitcoin. And then he threw it 
with a little good news, like, oh, we're not going to sell our Bitcoin that we have currently. And then, it, in my opinion, he gave more bad news to the Bitcoiners when he said, oh, but we're looking into other alternative coins to be used until Bitcoin is just more green, per se, which we all know for Bitcoin miners or of any industry, if you have the choice to be green or not green, which it, it doesn't matter. They're going to go with the cheaper. Cheaper. Absolutely. Always. Absolutely. Holy What's shit, dude. What's what the price freaking, right? I'm going to say 53,000, 52,009. So it's hovering around 53. Um, this was at 56,000 literally early, earlier today. Um, it was at 57,966 at 4 a.m. So less than. 24 hours ago it was almost at 58 now it's at 52 my god my god there's some people on twitter right now that are losing their minds it's hilarious well what a what a what a way to what a way to (laughs) break the news on the podcast man oh man i there's gonna be so many more pieces and tweets and tweet threads and 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 reaction videos and so many more things that are about to happen from this um I can't wait. I'm going to consume all of it. And this is Elon Musk knows how to freaking dominate the media cycle, man. We thought we all forgot all right. about him after his SNL performance. We haven't talked about him since Monday. Nope. Make, break I, some news on a Wednesday. We can't even keep him off our podcast. I mean, we, we try we, we try oh. to not talk about crypto every time, but we, we just get sucked back into it. God, man. I am. I am. Uh, I love it. I love it, dude. I mean, I'm not going to complain. I Yes, I, I think it's a very interesting take that he has. But yeah. uh, I freaking love that this this, this guy <laughs> like does does not give a fuck. And, no. and he's basically just like, yeah, I'm, whatever. My God. I had, so, I had so to break up the podcast for that. that dude, no, absolutely. You do that 100 times out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where to go from here. I feel like, I feel like we kind of have to end it there. <laughs> like, <laughs> We gotta wrap it up, man. We gotta digest this. This was totally. episode four of No Cap All Gains podcast. Gannon and Zay chopping it up, riffing, just talking about the market, tech, investing, business, you name it. We talk about it. We try to have fun on here. Um, and seriously, guys, this has been so much fun. I've already gotten great feedback. Thank you so much. We are always open to people DMing us or contacting us and letting us know what we should talk about next or any ideas or critiques criticisms we're open absolutely well said love the feedback we can't get better until we unless we don't get feedback so please send us the feedback good and bad and um and yeah we just you know we love doing this i love doing it uh it's it's all it's so much fun just having a conversation about the stuff and um and would love for you guys to if you have any like topic suggestions as well Slide into the DMs. All righty, guys. Have a great rest of the week. Bye. Peace.